Welcome to the Power of Expression podcast, here to help you show up with the fullest expression of you. This is a place where we will explore the latest trends in fashion and design and the magic of aligning those external expressions with your true, authentic self. I'm your host, Jill Pagano, custom men's wardrobe stylist with Jay Hilburn, and a lover of all things self-expression. If you know you have a message and mission to live out in this life, but if you're like me and you get caught up living for the expectation of others, then this is the show for you. For most of my life, I sought the approval and validation of everyone, especially those closest to me, and lost myself in that journey. Thankfully, my passion, curiosity, and evolution brought me here. Each week, we'll dive into the latest examples of how to authentically express yourself through what you wear, how you design your home, how you lead yourself and others, and so much more, all to help you find your unique gifts and share them with the world. Because when you express yourself, you allow others to do the same. That's the power of expression. Now let's get into it. I am so excited for you to listen to this week's episode with my beautiful, talented friend, Robin Goldberg. She shares her story and her journey of how she started out in fashion. It was when she was 15 years old, she started collecting vintage Levi's and her love of vintage and fashion really started at that point. Then while she was in New York, she was a fashion editor and just had like that dreamy, dreamy job with working with celebrities and doing ad campaigns, telling a story in the magazines, um, telling a vibe, like the vibe and the collection of the fashion and clothes and what that really what that really portrays in the fashion world. She also goes into how she transitioned from being a fashion editor into um, styling. And again, working with celebrities, working with talent, working with celebrity stylist and the difference of that. But at the end of the day, it all came back to really helping these women express how they felt. And that is the power of expression and understanding that the clothes we wear, yes, it's fashion and it's an external, um, it can be an external piece of art, especially when you're in the vintage world. But it is also about tapping into how you feel or how you want to feel. And going into your closet in the morning and looking at what you have, looking at the clothes that you have and asking your question, what do I want to feel today? So whether you are in management, you are a leader, you are a boss, you are a power mom, whatever that is, how do you want to feel today and how do you want to show up? And that is the power of expression and realizing that your fashion and the clothes that you wear is always that instant language whenever you walk into any room. So Robin does a beautiful job kind of explaining 
and diving into um, and learning more about vintage and what that is. And then also, again, just the power of expression and showing up as your best version and the best way that you want to feel. So excited for you to listen to this episode and enjoy. Oh my goodness. I just always have to start by just saying how excited I am. Welcome to the Power of Expression podcast. This is a very, very special episode as it's one of my closest and dearest girlfriends and part of um, our tribe. So <laughs> I am so excited to introduce Robin Goldberg. She is the owner and curator of the Kit Vintage which is an amazing, gorgeous, beautiful women's luxury vintage clothing and bridal. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just always like to give just a little bit of a backstory yeah. of how I meet my fabulous, fabulous friends. You and I met through a mastermind. Mm -hmm. It was a virtual mastermind. And there was, I want to say there was about, well, there was definitely over a hundred yeah. people in the group. I want to say 140 because it was broken up into two different groups because right. of so many people. And in this fabulous mastermind, we, we always would go around, whether it was a hot seat, introducing ourselves or, or just in Q and a, um, sharing about what we did and, and that sort of thing. And you and I, when we introduced ourselves in the fashion world, we immediately connected However, we didn't really connect till after the mastermind yeah, was, that's was, was over. And then we both joined the, um, it was our second round of this fa fabulous mastermind, but this time it was um, in person, yeah. in person. So we connected in Scotts, it was Scottsdale, right? Yeah, that's right. Scottsdale that's right. And it was... I want to say March or April of last year. Sounds about right. Yep. March or April. That. Year. And I, you know, I, I always say this, but it's like when the connection is real, it's instant and it yeah. can't be described into words. It was just like you and I met literally for the first time, but we felt like we've known each other a lifetime. Yeah. So. And I think we just knew we had a connection. We wanted to talk to each other too. So since we, we had kind of had our backgrounds in the last mastermind and this time we were actually able to see each other in person and, and talk and discuss yes. our lives. <laughs> really. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So that our, our common, um, our common interest was yeah. in fashion, but right. really that was just the catalyst for every, for, you know, all of our other commerce, all of our yeah. other conversations and, and how deep, you know, yeah. how deep we went so, so quickly. Um, so just to introduce, um, introduce everyone to you and, and just how fabulous you are. But so what I want to know and, and what I would love for you to share is your story, your journey. I know it's one of those things, like I know like little bits and pieces of it. So here I am, I'm going to be learning yeah. as well, but like, I know you were a stylist in New York. You've been, you've worked with celebrities. You've worked really with some top, top names. And then yeah. your journey of um, coming to LA and, and owning this fabulous vintage store. So yeah. uh, I'd love to, I'd love to hear. So a little bit about me um, is that I, I 
went to um, FIT, which is a fashion school in New York City. And um, from there, I went into being a fashion editor. So I was a fashion editor for several different magazines in New York before um, I actually moved out to Los Angeles. Um, And so... Um, I was a fashion in New York and that me, I, you know, I went, I was at different magazines. So I did a lot of all the, or I should say I, sh- I did a lot of the fashion editorial in those magazines or at those magazines at that time. So that really entailed us coming up with um, feature editorial um, concepts and then we would shoot them on models. And then the next magazine I worked with, um, I shot a lot of celebrities for the covers and the inside fashion stories. So I was always curating, um, a story, um, a collection, um, of a vibe of of sorts, um, for my job back in New York. And then that really translated into when I moved to Los Angeles, I went on to styling as a freelance, um, for, I guess, upwards of 10 years before I opened up my store, maybe even longer. Uh, yeah, so um, that's that's really my background. So when I was here in Los Angeles, I really transitioned the styling world into working on different ad campaigns, um, working with different celebrities, working with other magazines as well. Um, and again, it's really all about bringing in a look and curating that look for that audience. And so that's really my background. Um, although I had a like a love for vintage my whole life, so. I decided after I had kids, I was like, you know what? I really don't want to be styling anymore. I really just want to curate my own vintage store. And um, then the story goes on. I can I can get into it, but that's kind of like the gist of it, the short end of it. Right, right. I love that. Yeah, vintage is we're going to uh, tap into to vintage and sustainability is such a such really a key word, such a big word right now, sustainability, but, um, yeah. but to go back to your, your styling days and the story and the vibe, right? The story and the vibe that you created for your clients. So, right. So your clients were either, well, either celebrities or being a fashion editor, you, you had a larger, audience. So how did you, how did you tap into kind of that vibe and um, the vibe and the, the, the story of, of what you were wanting you mean, to so once, once I started open, once I opened the store, is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah. So I opened up the store while I was still styling because it was almost kind of like I wanted to dabble into it to see if I would be able to actually make that happen. So my husband has an antique jewelry store and he's had one here in Los Angeles for since we moved here, which was in 2005. So I was telling him at some point, just, you know, I really just want to deal in vintage. I don't want to be styling any longer. And, um, you know, how do I make this happen? Like I need to get a space. And And he, at that time, he had space in his store and he was like, well, why don't you start with a rack in here? And I was like, okay, great. (laughs) Let's do that. So, um, and so he deals in all fine antique jewelry. So I really wanted to correlate to what his clientele was looking at and really to what my love of vintage is. So um, I wanted to start bringing in special occasion pieces into the store to really curate his fine antique jewelry, which a lot of people came in for engagement rings at that time. And then um, me having bridal and special occasion dresses um, to be able to bring in um, that the rings and my dresses all together. 
So sorry, I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to look outside at the same time. So it was really a combination of rings and antique fine jewelry and special occasion pieces. And so that's really how it started. And I started off with one rack while I was there and then started off with two racks until then we then left that space, moved into a new space where now I had my own freestanding store. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, um, yeah, in, in, like I said, kind of back to, you know, your styling days and how that has translated with now owning the store. How did you really able to tap into your client's personal style? Like if they, you know, whether they knew exactly what they wanted and you thought, well, maybe their style, let, let's, let's push the envelope a little bit or, people maybe that that came in your store that had no idea what their style was, but how could you kind of guide them in helping them figure that out? Well, first I, I want to say that like, and that's actually something that's always been really important to me because when I was an editor at that time, we were shooting for a kid's magazine and we really wanted everyone to be able to embrace their own personal style. So I was kind of like raised in this styling editorial world with that back concept at hand. Like everybody has their own style and what you wear and how you feel when you're out on a day-to-day -day basis is how you present yourself to the world. And you want to feel confident while you're wearing those pieces um, as you are kind of going out into the world and doing whatever it is you're doing. So vintage is actually very, very specific. And there are so many different kinds of vintage. Um, I am bringing special occasion vintage to many people's lives. So to be able to find what their personal style really is about, is about first, I always want to get to know who they are. And sometimes when people come in to, to see vintage, they don't really know what they want and they don't really know what their style is. So the first thing I really say to them is go take a look around, pull out some things that interest you or look attractive to you. And then we'll go from there. Because once I get an idea of what people are picking, whether it's a certain colorway or it's a certain silhouette for their body, I then start seeing, okay, this is what they're really attracted to. Now I know how to circle back and start bringing them new pieces um, that they might want to try. A lot of people come in with the idea of, oh, I really like the 1950s, you know, strapless fit and fair flare style, or I really like 1960s Jackie O. And then they come into the store and they start picking out pieces that has absolutely, that's a different decade than what they originally thought that they would be interested in, um, or is like a totally different color that they thought they would like. So it's really fun to see what they go and are, get, get attracted to because then I can start really saying, okay, let's get, let's get deep into this. Um, it's not what you originally thought you were going to be coming in for. And we find what they love together. And once they start trying things on, they start really feeling it. And I can really tell when somebody loves what they're seeing, because once they're in the mirror and they're feeling themselves and you start standing a certain way and you start smiling a certain way, that's when I know we've hit, we've hit the jackpot. Right. Right. Yes. I, I love that. The, you know, expression, the, the name of the podcast, right. The power of expression and how our clothes and fashion is so much more than just doing air quotes, you know, just clothes or just fashion. It really is yeah. that it's that it's, it is an external expression of who we are and how we feel. 
it's and- the first thing that somebody sees when they see you is that that's someone's first impression and you can see somebody as bold or you know however they might be feeling just by looking at what they're wearing or colorful or cheerful or maybe the opposite of that you know you really can see when um, somebody shows up and you're again their first impression to you and vice versa is what you're wearing Right. Well, and you know what? So uh, Ralph Lauren, this you kind of teed me up right here, but Ralph Lauren has it has is. a really beautiful uh, quote, powerful quote that is, what you wear is how you present yourself to the world, especially today when human contacts are so quick. Fashion is instant language. Exactly. Exactly. First of all, I love that quote. I love the quotes that you came up with, like that you had found. Um, And that's absolutely true. It's like you can show up at an event, at a party, and I'm going to use special events um, just because that's what I really specialize in. And someone will be able to really like to see who you are. It's like just from like walking into that room and seeing what you're wearing, whether it's the silhouette or whether it's the color or whether it's simple or whether it's beaded and ornamented. So really you get a sense of your um, personality right away just by what you're wearing. Exactly. And, and it's also that while I, I work with men um, and, and you obviously with, with women, women, you know, we we're more detailed, generally speaking, we would notice, oh, look at the beads on her dress or the silhouette or something like that. But even if it's an unspoken word, it's something that we're still noticing when someone has on um, a beautiful gown, a beautiful, beautiful jewelry, beautiful. The the details of what we wear shows up, whether we're speaking it or not. People are noticing, and it That's and good. it really is that it's it's that unspoken language that it is that that is the that is the beauty and the power of fashion, and fashion is external art. It is. I love that. Yeah, external art. And it's true. It's true. It's how people identify with themselves and how people want to show who they are off to other people. Right, right. And the other piece that I love about fashion and style and 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 everything that we're saying is that it's not about putting putting, you know, putting something on or or you as a stylist putting something on someone and it's not them. It's just about them being able to show up more of them, being able to show up more of who they are. Honestly, I walk into my closet every morning and I say, what's going to make me feel my very best today? And my look today might be very different than my look tomorrow. And that's just because that's how I'm feeling, you know? So it's like, you know, it, it could be, it could be any, it doesn't have to be the same kind of look every single day. It's like really what's going to make you feel good today. And that's honestly how I start my day when I'm getting dressed. So what's going to make me feel Because maybe my outfit from yesterday would not be making me feel great today, you know? So it's a very, um, it's a very interesting piece to how we express ourselves every day. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and so a great, a great question for you know, for our listeners, anyone um, listening to this or, or watching this really would be walking in your closet and asking, how do I want to feel today? 
what's going to, what's going to make me feel really good today? What's going to make me feel really powerful today? Absolutely. Or maybe you're going into a meeting. What's going to make me feel like the, my, the, my, the, my best self. What's going to make me feel like my biggest leader. What's going to make me feel like I'm having fun. Like what's going to make me feel like whatever it is, like maybe you're going to a party or maybe you're going to an office meeting. Maybe you're going to a mastermind. Maybe you're, you know, meeting a new friend. Like, and it's, you know, so every day is different and it's okay to want to feel that, you know, the right way in the right situation each day. So fashion plays such an important part. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we touched base a little bit on, on vintage. Um, in, in my world, it's not vintage, but we uh, were slow fashion, not fast fashion, because our garments are only made one at a time. They're only made, they're made specifically for the person ordering it. So right. um, our, our Italian mills, our factories, uh, sustainability is, is a huge conversation and a huge piece of, um, of, of the company that I partner with. So with- well, um, I love that you said it's slow fashion and it means a lot because when you're thinking fast fashion, wearing it and dropping it, wearing it, throwing it away, whereas the pieces in our similar uh, industry you know, my, the pieces that I sell are collectible and those are the pieces that you either want to keep in your closet and hand them down. And I feel like the same are for you. These are custom made pieces that they're not just going to be thrown in the garbage when maybe they're done. They're going to be handed to their, you know, handed down to somebody else to be wearing, which is recycling your fashion. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's a, I want to say this was probably about 10 years ago, uh, an article about uh, fashion is I think the number two like polluter. Um, I know there's so many statistics we can get into with it. Yeah. Yeah. For- yeah. yeah that, that's, that's for a, a, another conversation, but really, but really yeah. the conversation, I'll just put a pretty bow on it is that both what, what we're both doing is, um, is the slow fashion is the sustainability yeah. and yes. less of a carbon footprint. So we'll, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll leave that as, as, yeah. as it and is. it's important. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very, very. Feels good to be a part of that. Yes, it does. It really does. So you you already kind of touched base on this um, a little bit, but let's say, you know, someone who's never shopped vintage, who, you know, heard about it or read about it, and they're walking into your store for the for the very first time. What what's what sort of an experience can they expect? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing is I'm always, I always say, thank you for trying, you know, thank you for coming in. Thank you for looking at it. Thank you for trying because sometimes vintage can be very intimidating to people. Um, I happen to have very fashion forward clients who come in. So um, a lot of people who come in do happen to know what they like. They are more fashion forward. So with that being said, they like a little bit more avant-garde. They like things that are totally a different style than somebody else might be wearing at the same a party or, you know, wherever they may be going. Um, but then you, I also get those that are like new into vintage and maybe usually buy more modern, um, but are starting to hear about it and like, you know, the sustainability of it and also start wanting to get into their own unique style and vintage really can build you up with showing you what your own style is because there's only one of each piece. So when you find that one that connects with you, 
it's yours. Um, so the experience that we want them to have is they, we want them to have a really personalized experience. Everyone is different and everybody feels different uh, when they see something and feels different when they touch a piece. So when they come in, they get very personalized um, attention from us. Um, as I mentioned before, when they come in and they're looking at pieces that they, they are attracted to, we can then sense and size up almost what they may like and maybe some things that they haven't thought about, but we will have them try. I'm terrible on the hanger. It looks from you have to try it on and really see once it's on the body, your shape totally transforms. So you have to see what vintage looks like on your body. So they get a really personalized experience at the store. And we have fun too. Like we have a lot of fun. And often like if there's two ladies at the same time, one lady is going to be saying, talking to the other, oh my God, that looks amazing on you. Oh my God, that looks, you know, and ever, there's like a really like camaraderie there because we're a small space, which I really like. We're a boutique space. Um, I wouldn't say we're a salon, but we're more of a boutique space. And so when there are people in there together or alone, they really feel like, it's all about them. And it is because finding these special pieces, um, is a special, it's a, it's a special experience. And we want everyone to walk out. Like that was awesome. Whether they brought something home with them or not, like that was fun. We want to come back. So that's how we want to leave everybody feeling when they come through the store. We'll get started just after this message. If you're someone that's well-connected, driven, and eager to learn and grow a custom men's fashion business, I'd love to talk with you. I have partnered with Jay Hilbert, the world's largest custom lifestyle menswear brand with a fully independent sales force. Besides the world-class training offered by the home office, my personal program is based on a proven five-step process that helps you become your very best and show up fully both professionally and personally. If you're interested in learning more about this program and growing your fashion business, I invite you to request a free call by texting the word STYLIST to 573-502-0103. Again, STYLIST to 573-502-0103. 0103. I look forward to talking with you soon. So that just, you know, I think about, um, you know, fast, I'm going to say fast fashion again, yeah. and yeah. Uh, major department stores, which have totally changed over the last, uh, well, decade, but even more so it's accelerated the last three years since, um, since, COVID and, and everything. But um, I just love how you described the, how you described the um, experience in that it true, it's an experience, just that in experience. of itself is an experience. And it's so important. We obviously talk about this a lot, like in our tribe groups, but like, you know, getting exposure is so important and it also is such a slow moving process that when we have the chance to to get that and bring somebody who comes who comes into the store we want them to 
I really appreciate the attention that they've gotten and appreciate appreciate that experience because I think we all at the end of the day want to be seen, you know, like we want to be seen and it feels so good to get that attention. Like I know if I'm in a store and somebody, you know, and sometimes I'll say, no, I'm okay. I'm just looking right now. But like, if I know that somebody is there and they have a, they have an intention, and, 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 and they're ready and willing to accept our um, offerings, uh, we're there for them. Like we want them to feel their very best when they're a store. In fact, that brings me to talking a little bit about the design of my store, which was really designed to look like a boudoir. And so we want everybody when they're out looking in the mirror, they're, I want them to feel like their very best, like they're in their own boudoir feeling beautiful, feeling happy, feeling their best, feeling bold, whatever it is that they want to be feeling, um, that they are feeling that in the store. And that's a little bit about the design of the store too. I love that. I love yeah. that. Well, yeah, like I said, it's just so, it's just all about the experience and yeah. And I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say it again, but the expression there's so yes. much, there's right. There's so much understanding that style and design and fashion is all expression. And it is, you know, again, that the, the Ralph Lauren quote that fashion yeah. is, is instant language and it is expressing everything. Yes. You're, you're your own, you know, uh, billboard. You're your own walking billboard. I used to say when I was styling the editorials, when I was a fashion editor in New York, is that these are, this is my canvas, you know, like this fashion, whether, you know, we were talking about spring or we're talking about leather, we're talking about summer florals, whatever, you know, the topic of, you know, the photo shoot was, um, this was my canvas. And so it's like, it's almost art. I think you had, you had said something like art being expression earlier. It's like, when I'm able to, when I was able to style and make these beautiful fashion editorials, you're the, it's the same as when you're styling yourself or I'm styling somebody in a store or you're styling somebody in your outfits. They are a walking billboard for themselves. So you got it. You might as well out, out there and be bold and feel like yourself because that's what people are seeing. Right. Right. Well, and I have found um, this to be true as well, but the more that you really dive into your personal style and your personal expression, meaning the more that you the the more that you know what colors look good and good on you, the style that you like, um, the silhouette, the all the things, all the, uh, the the fashion world. The more you dive into that and really show up expressing yourself in that way, when you do walk into a room. People will, yes, they will notice your clothes because, again, that's the instant language. But then you will, people will gravitate towards you, maybe not knowing why, but they just, they love the blouse, they love the dress, they love the pantsuit, they they love something that you have on and they're, they're literally drawn to it. And while they may not compliment you on what you're wearing, let's just, they may, but that's not the point. The point is they will want to get to know you and then yeah. it, and then it no longer becomes about the clothes. They want to know you. Right. 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 Because you're exuding something. There's some kind of energy that when you feel good, when you feel good, there's something that you exude. There's some kind of energy. And those are the people that are going to, you're going to attract the people who are really feeling that energy from you. Right. Right. 
when you don't make it about the clothes or you just, or you don't care or you say, oh, I don't care about clothes or I'm just going to, you know, I don't care what I wear and just grab whatever you have. Could be the yeah. wrong color, could be the wrong size, could be the like fill in the blank. But then what happens is that when you do walk into the room, the only thing people notice is your ill-fitting, horrible clothes. <laughs> right. Or they might just notice that like, like you were talking about kind of, it's kind of comes from the inside. They might notice your confusion or you're not, you know, your, you know, in, you know, insecurities or, you know, it's something like that when you're not coming into the room, feeling powerful with what you're wearing, you yes. know, people might get the other kind of energy that you're putting yeah. out there as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Insecurities, yeah. hesitation. Yeah. Uh, which we all have gone through, you know, like, I think it takes time to, to really get to know yourself and get to know what feels good, which is, you know, I'll bring that to the store again, is that when people who walk in who are not fashion forward, who they're just kind of starting to dabble in vintage is like, that's what we're there to help them find is like, who is, who are you? What is your style that's going to, once you have it on, make you feel like your best self, you know? So we're also there to help people find that and then be able to move forward from that. And some people just haven't yet and that's okay. But that's what we try to do at the store is really try to mold, um, you know, let me taking what I'm seeing you're being attracted to, to now let's take it to the next level and really get you in a place that, oh my gosh, I love this. Now I know a little something more about myself and then they can move forward while they're, you know, shopping or in life, just, you know, knowing that piece of information about right. fashion. Right. Exactly. I love that. I love it. So, um, you, you've kind of touched base a little bit on this, but so you are obviously, like I said, out of LA. So this gorgeous LA vintage store, the yes, kit vintage. Yes. yes. So what about someone who can't or, or is not in the near future coming to your store and they're just yeah. in their own backyard and yeah. starting the, their own personal experience of, of wanting to kind of to dive into vintage. What would be, um, I don't know, maybe some tips or some questions that they could start, you know, kind of diving in for themselves. Well, first I'd say start following along with some vintage stores like myself or vintage dealers to start, start seeing what's out there. I mean, you know, we all have Instagrams now. We, a lot of us have websites. Um, you can start seeing what people have out there to start saying, oh, that looks interesting to me. Oh, that looks interesting to me. So just start getting an idea for yourself of what, um, what, you're, what, you're, what you're seeing that reflects on you. Like, oh my God, I could see myself in that. Oh my God, I love that. Oh, I, I love that. I never would have thought of that before, you know? So I really feel like the best thing to do if you're unaware of vintage right now is to start looking on social media, like looking on YouTube, Pinterest. There's so many mediums out there that people can find um, vintage on. And then they could start seeing the differences, whether it's the differences, differences of error or the differences of the colors or brocade versus lemonade, you know, like all the different kind of fabrications. Um, so there's a lot of facets of vintage that people can start. And then once you start seeing what you like, you'll start kind of following maybe those people that are offering those, that kind of vintage for you. And then you can kind of start there and 
maybe make an order or try something on or, you know, really kind of start seeing how it looks on your body. How do you feel once it's on your body? So just baby steps. But there is a lot out there right now where people can consume what, you know, what kind of vintage is there. Whereas, you know, before social media, no one, you know, you had to be a vintage shopper. I was always a vintage shopper. I started vintage shopping when I was a teenager buying vintage Levi's and that's really how I got into vintage. And then I started buying things for only for parties or special occasions where I would never buy something at the store. I would only buy vintage. Um, and that's where my love of start somewhere that looks healing and then you can kind of continue on your um, exploration of it. Right. Oh, I love that. Those are, those are uh, really, really great, great advice. So yeah, yeah, with with social media and obviously you're um, following you on, on Instagram and then you do, um, or I should ask, do you still do um, like lives or um, showcasing, showcasing the, the, the pieces that you have so someone can even from the Midwest can, can tune in and, and yes, absolutely. I mean, we're always trying to put up our new pieces on our Instagram. Of course, we're always dropping new collections every few weeks on our website. Um, I am trying to do some more lives. Um, I actually just started a little, um, Instagram show with my friend who is another vintage dealer where every other week we're talking about a different topic, um, that has to do with vintage, being a vintage dealer that people don't always know. So we're bringing up like fun. Our last topic was, um, origin stores. And we were talking about where we get our pieces and the people behind them, like the different estates and the personalities that had these pieces. And now they've moved on to us and we're moving them forward to the next new life that they're going to take on. And so it's really fun if anyone wants to go and watch that. <laughs> so every, every, every couple of weeks, we're just talking about something fun that we don't always talk about. People don't always get to hear about um, what goes on behind the scenes with us. So, yeah, I love that. And actually those, that was part of uh, part two of our, we should do a part two uh, podcast. Cause yeah, the, yeah. the sourcing, right? Like the sourcing. Yeah, of the- that's one of the first questions people ask when they come in is, how, where do you get all this? It's like, that's the million dollar question. You know, <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lot of different places and ways to find it. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll have to save that for, yeah. for another, another time. Um, so let's just, just to, to wrap it up, end it on just something fun. Um, the LA award season just kind of wrapped up. Um, like I said, I, I know that you um, have worked with celebrity stylists yeah. and celebrities. Uh, what's just something fun that that you experienced with with being part of that world? Um, you know, it's fun in general just to kind of see what people are coming in for, what their look is going to be for for this show in particular or that show in particular. We do get a lot of stylists coming in. Um, we also get a lot of talent who comes in. Um, so. I don't know about one particular story per se, but like when somebody comes in, especially the talent versus the stylist, it's really fun to get to see what they are looking at for themselves versus what their stylist might be looking at for themselves. Because people tend to have certain um, things that they kind of go towards um, that they're attracted to themselves versus like if their stylist is coming in to pull, you know, cause stylists sometimes come in and they pull what the coolest thing is for the, you know, for, for the moment. Um, 
but sometimes, you know, the actual is attracted to something different but we because we work with a lot of special occasion pieces and, and our main attraction uh, really is our um, dresses and our gowns and our bridal um, that we have a lot of people coming through to shop not just for clothing but also for their accessories for the night and for the parties I have a lot of people coming in just for the parties that are surrounding the um, the award show yes yes I well I love what you just said about the stylist versus the talent. And then, yeah. yeah. So whether they're, if they're shopping for themselves personally, like, an, you know, like an average Tuesday. <laughs> yes. Like, it ends up being very different than what you might see them on the red carpet wearing from what their stylist had pulled from them. Right. Right. And, yeah. you know, in, in the, in the fashion world, it's the, you know, it's the, the celebrities really so much determine or, or help, the, the fashion, you know, the fashion experience over the next, like even few years, the, the trickle down. They have a lot of influence. Lot, lots of influence, lots of influence. So, um, like I said, just to kind of, you know, wrap up some, some of the, to wrap up the conversation, what is something, you know, in your story, in your journey going again from, you know, um, New York stylist editor to now this beautiful vintage shop and how you just, you're really working with these, you know, amazing people, you know, and, and touching part of their lives, whatever that is, you know, how they're showing up. So what, what is something that you've learned along the way? Um, and, and then just the rewarding piece that, that you've felt. Well, something I've learned along the way is just mistakes of what to buy and what not to buy. Um, because just like in current fashion, vintage fashion also comes in cycles and also has certain, I don't want to use the word trend because I'm not trendy per se, but kind of what is at the forefront of fashion at the moment. Um, and just being now, now having the store for quite some time and dealing in it, I kind of know what to look out for at the time and what not to. Um, and well, God, what was the other question you had? What was the question you had just asked? Um, about, uh, the rewarding, what, what the reward. That's right. Um, I would say I love, I love anytime somebody walks out the fitting room in this piece that is perfect for them. Like, you know, when somebody loves what they're wearing and feels their very best when they walk to the fitting room and they're like, oh my gosh. And that is the most rewarding point, whether it's a celebrity or whether it's somebody who is coming in who wants to get married or who's going to someone's wedding or who's going to the party tonight. Um, it doesn't matter who it is. It is about how they feel. And truly, I know this sounds, you know, maybe a little corny, but truly when they walk out and I see that they're feeling themselves, that's the best part for me because then I know I'm onto something as well. I am picking those right pieces my clients and I am finding those pieces that are making them so happy. Like, and I'll just kind of end it with this is like, I had a message yesterday from a bride's sister who came in the day before and they were like, we found the dress. We've been looking at all the pictures that they were taking and we're coming to get it. Like this is the dress and she's going to be wearing it for her wedding. And that's the most special feeling that I played a little part in her 
most special day or one of her most special days that she's going to have. Um, and that, that's truly the most rewarding. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I certainly, certainly understand and relate to that, um, being a men's stylist and just my own fashion background. Again, it's just like understanding that fashion is again, so much more. And it really is that, you know, power of expression and how we show up. And there's just, they're really, they're really just what you said at the end of the day, the best, best thing is when someone feels their best, that is that there's, there's really nothing more important than that. Cause when you feel your best, it just, it leads to everything else. And when you think about it, when you're, when you're thinking of yourself, anyone out there who's listening, when you're thinking about yourself, when do you feel your most confident? You know, when do you feel like you're walking to the room feeling like the boss or the leader, or again, however it is you want to feel it's when you're feeling good, when you know, you're expressing yourself the way that you want to be. So hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll just say, I, um, I, to me, there's this, it's like this inner comp, it's this inner quiet confidence that, you can be, you know, you can do the rah-rah and the hands up and oh my gosh, and look at me and the and the swag and the 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 pep in your step and all of that. And and that quiet inner confidence of you just are owning you, you are owning who you are, you are owning that moment, right? Yeah. So whether it's whether it's a business meeting right. and you're presenting you know, right. to your colleagues or, um, or your most special day as, as, you know, oh, your wedding day or, or an award show, you know, or a celebrity, celebrity award show to, to have that inner confidence and that, damn, I look good. Yeah. yeah. And we can feel it. We all feel when somebody feels a certain way about themselves, right? Like we can all feel it as, as people who are observing and we feel it when we're the person, you know? So yeah. Um, you just know when somebody is with like being their best self. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like I said, we, I already know that we need to have a part two because there's a whole bunch of other questions and, and other things I, I want to dive into, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Robin, so much. This means so much that you, you came on here. And so where can people find you? You can find us at uh, thekitvintage.com. You can find us at at thekitvintage on Instagram. Um, we also have a TikTok, also thekitvintage, and yeah, all the all the platforms. All the platforms. Well, I will. Yeah. We will certainly. We will certainly have all of that in in our show notes and. Awesome. And uh, yeah, people, I'm sure will will love to reach out to you. So again, thank you, thank you, I Robin. Hope. And you're awesome. This is so yes. Oh, you're awesome. Love you. And we'll we'll plan we'll plan part two. Sounds good. Thank you, Jill. Thank you. (laughs) 
Thank you very much for listening. Grateful and appreciate you. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you passed it on to your friends and helped me get this message out into the world. If you liked what you heard and you could take 30 seconds, give me a five-star review and share it with your friends, I will be forever grateful. Remember, the power of expression is in everything we do. Sending you so much love. And until next time, bye everyone.